Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. So, uh, I just got one question. Is it NWA? Or do we really need the police? <laughs> Bro, I don't, I mean, yeah. I, I, that's, that's, I love that's, the frame that's, it. That's, 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 that's a, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, watching, um, straight out of Compton, um, I would like to think in my brain sitting watching that movie that I'm like that assertive, that militant, that, you know, anti system. But at the same time, it's something going down and I feel like I need, I, I'm not ashamed to call the police because I, I, I do, you know, feel like, you know, there is usefulness um, in, you know, calling law enforcement for the right situations. However, I feel like my position on that may have been skewed or has it been adjusting day by day, especially right now in this climate. Mm. But yeah, watching that movie, I'm like, yeah, for sure, for sure. Then I'm like, uh, I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a gun. I'm not a gun owner. I mean, I, I don't. What would I do if I'm in a situation where my life is in danger? Am I calling the police? Or I'm taking matters in my own hands. So basically, what I'm saying is, you know, I would like to think I'm more militant than I really am. But I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I could have you know, call the police in certain situations and I'm not afraid to say that. No, that's that's real though. I mean, I think I think that's real. I mean, look, I will say that I'm in agreement with what the premise of what NWA was saying. And I think we're seeing it play out in real time right now. Where and I think and I think it's important, right? I think what we're gonna have to do this 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 episode is just like kind of break some of this down, at least from how I understand it. And, and you know, obviously y'all, you all have your perspectives and whatnot. I think we'll have a lively conversation, but the idea right now that the conversation is defund the police. I think people got to come to an understanding of what that means. So you got folks out here who are like legitimately, there should be no police, like burn it all down. The system is broken. They, there is no utility there. They clearly are, are, are bad apples <clears throat> they're not doing what's right out here in the community. And that whole thing needs to be like, you know, just burn it all down. You know, and hey, look, there, there's probably some salient points there and and, and, and and people who believe that they, they have the right to believe that for any any reason. I will say that mostly what I seem to understand and folks that I know when they're saying defund the police, really what they want, what they're talking about is the demilitarization of police. So what we've seen in the past 20 years our police, and I mean, very particularly post 9-11, quite honestly, what we've seen is police officers that have become similar to military, where legitimate military surplus has been given to local police departments. Mm. These budgets that have skyrocketed, right? Like, I mean, police budgets that are legitimately in the hundreds of millions of dollars in some cities where they got combat Humvees, they have tactical gear, they got weaponry that is not meant to <clears throat> neutralize weaponry, weaponry that's meant to dis- like destroy and kill. Um, hmm. and, and, and so when most, when, 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 when most people are saying defund police, that's what they're meaning. And I want to clarify that point for our listeners. Like there is no reason for, I mean, I don't know if y'all saw it right here in DC. 
Uh, I think it was actually in Arlington or or one of the little areas around here just two weeks ago during a protest where there were police Humvees going down the street and they were rubber bulleting people on their porch. Yeah, that was curfew. that was wild. That was wild. Wow. I mean, That's what? Crazy. On people on yeah, people's literal sense, properties, bro. bro. People on their property were getting rubber bullet pelleting. And like to to clarify, rubber bullets are still lethal, y'all. You can still yeah, die from rubber yeah, bullets. People still, still die, die from rubber. People still die from rubber bullets. You know, I was having a conversation with my mother um, yesterday, and she was like, "Man, so y'all young folks, y'all got to get out there and protest. Y'all got to get out there and you know, be for the people." And I told her, I was like, "Mom, you know, while I might still be a baby in your eyes, your baby, I was like, you got to realize, like, I'm a middle aged man, honestly, with a wife and two kids." I was like, don't get me wrong. Yes, I could be 35 and still out there protesting, but the reality is the people that are really hitting the ground running right now are 18 to 22, 23, 24. Like they're young, they're they're young college kids that are out there protesting. And it's like, you know, I always think about it in my head, man, like to pimp a butterfly that skit at the end with Kendra Lamar's interviewing Tupac. And it was, you know, once you hit a certain age, you know, they take the soul out of a man. Right. And the thing is, bro, no matter what happens, I got to protect my home. Like, that's mm-hmm. just what it is. Like, and, and I get it. And, and I'm there for my people. I understand all of that, but I would be lying to you if I wasn't, my number one priority is not to protect my household. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, that's that's one of those harsh realities as you get older, you know, trying to be on the front line for, for, for causes and, and things of that nature. Do I think it's NWA right now? Like, don't get me wrong. I understand with the movement. I'm a fan of NWA. I, I got the albums. I get it and I understand it. And I know that those songs were, were from a certain place. But I would be lying to you, bro, if somebody was to come in my house right now I wouldn't call the police afterwards. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like that's what's just... tough though. That's a, that's I think that's what's really tough though, JD. Because, yeah, that's like, tough. And, and, that's I'm, tough. and I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, I think I think that's what inherently. I mean, you know, that's that's the conundrum. Police are meant to be the first responders and peace officers, and to you know, in your time of need, come and do what's mm-hmm. right. But it is hard for me to reconcile that with a Breonna Taylor situation where they legitimately serve a 100%. wrong warrant. Yeah. Mur- murder this woman. The boyfriend, uh, I believe, uh, pull, pulls, pulls, pulls a gun, legitimately fires back, and then they charge him. So, number one, an unlo- you know, like a lawfully unlawful entry into a home, wrong home, wrong warrant being served, wrong home, pull up. Right. Start shooting in the house. What any person has the ability to do, which is protect themselves and and, and self defense, mm-hmm. starts firing back at police officers because it's like, what is going on here? They try to charge him. I mean, ultimately it was dropped. These charges were dropped recently. But like that, that right there is hard to reconcile. And and furthermore, there was another another situation. I, um, I believe uh, there's a, there's a black pastor who was being attacked by uh, some racists and. Was you know they were in his home. Calls the cops and the cops come and arrest him. 
<laughs> because they assume. See, that's the no, thing. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not even exaggerating. This nah, is like legitimately, legitimately real. It's real stuff. Like, that's what I mean. I, it's so so like. Honestly, again, like I said, my perspective on the police. Like I am currently on this moment. I, in this moment, I'm less inclined to call the police because I think about what happened with you know Rayshard Brooks in Atlanta. The Wendy's employee called the police. I'm just like. I mean, it's just yeah. kind of raising a, it's raising tensions to where you're like, man, if I call the police to handle something, right. is this putting the person that, I'm, that, I, that needs to be handled in? Am I, am I signing them up for a death sentence? Because I don't want this person killed. Right. And so, but at the same time, it's like, for 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 example, even in my neighborhood, um, and I had I had this why that's where I think you know, police the police conversation is very nuanced, but in my neighborhood there was some. It's two young black kids, probably like 10, 11. It's a predominantly uh, diverse neighborhood of white, black, brown, uh, mostly white, mostly liberal, progressive, whatever. And these two kids were kind of roaming around the neighborhood a lot. And they were just kind of, you know, it kind of was, I've seen them with my own eyes throw rocks at the post office truck, for sure. This was two young knuckleheads, mm-hmm. right? And I, but I've always, I, 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 when I would walk with my sons, I would try to befriend them. Cause I'm like, these kids 11, 10, 11, I want to create relationship with them, build rapport. They're gonna be in our neighborhood. They're gonna be here, right? So I don't want to. Right. I don't want to take the stance of these are some criminals and write them off. Because I'm like, nah, there could be an opportunity for me to influence them. So anyway, on the on the neighborhood Facebook group, apparently they were at roaming the streets, and there was some c- comments made about them and how they were. Certain kind of people, um, we should, you know, where the parents at, blah blah blah, and I basically jumped in like, "Yo, these are these kids are ten or eleven years old. I'm not gonna criminalize them like that. I'm not, because I think if those kids were sixteen, seventeen, the cops would be called multiple times. Yeah, and then I don't yeah. know what, and it's not to excuse that. Yes, these kids were. I've seen again. I've seen them with my own eyes throw rocks at the um, post office truck. They were they were they were on some situations. They were, I mean, the parents were probably just not really as involved. I mean, I don't know, if, you know. So I'm like, dang, are they coming from a broken home? What is the home life like? Why are they always out with no parents at ten and eleven? But I just don't want to criminalize them. But so I I definitely understand how some people are like, man, when I'm calling the police, am I calling the police to kill somebody? And it's like, I think though, but this is a point you wrestling with that uh, ace, which I feel like we got to acknowledge that. And I think that, that we have to commend that because that's, what's not happening when people work like, so you got the situation where the woman in the rambles calling it on the Christian Cooper cat, where like she weaponized it. She knew what she was doing when she did it. And she knew how disproportionately the cops react in these situations. Right. Um, period. I think, in a lot of scenarios, people just aren't thinking to that extent, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is it worth the cops mm. pulling up? You know what I'm saying, right? Like, and I think this is just where we kind of got to get to in a, in a as a community, right? Yes, there may be some but things you, that are that that that, that, that yeah. Well, you, I mean, there there might be some things that are so, a nuisance. Uh-huh. So this is what I this is what I was gonna say about that, Chris, because you're right. But also, while Ace was talking, I couldn't help but think that's what police should be doing when they pull up. 
Absolutely. Like police are pulling up to situations with their mind made up that this person is a criminal and in the wrong and deserves to go to jail. Right now, I, I, I say this because I've had that's what it looks family like to me. members. That's what it, that's, that's what, what it, it that's like exactly what it is, Chris. That's exactly what it is. You know, I've had family members that have been cops. I got friends that have been cops and I've had conversations with both of them. And the one thing that they said that used to help them out a lot was that we pull up not trying to take people to jail because for one, I don't feel like doing paperwork. It was a very <laughs> honest thing like I don't feel like do- going through the paperwork so I pull up trying to de-escalate a situation and I thought about that and like you know some people could hear that and be like oh man they just trying to be lazy but when you really think about it bro they coming in saying like look I don't want to take you to jail please don't give me a reason to take you to jail I'm here because I have a job to do so I have to come and de-escalate whatever's going on but look I don't want to take you to jail I want you to go home so as, if you go home, it's less work for me. It's less work for you. Like, go home. I'm here to de-escalate the situation. But I think now, man, cops are on that. You've seen these movies where cops be like, yo, ready for the action. Like, we get yeah, a call. Yo, action it's like, time. It's like, I'm not trying to make it funny, but like I, one of my favorite movies is uh, Talladega Nights with Will Ferrell. And do you remember the dinner table uh, 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 segment? Where they were sitting down and he was, you know, sponsored by like Taco Bell, KFC, and Mountain Dew. And his kids were like, I'm hopped up on Mountain Dew. And like, I'll scissor kick you, Chip. And it was basically the, the grandfather that it was really disrespectful to. And that's what it's like. These cats are they're hopped up on authority, rage, and they're ready for action in situations that yeah. require it. And that's I mean, why, and that's why I know y'all just saw that video, that cat in South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, man. And that's why my my, that's my my position on the defund, maybe the wording defund initially, I was like, honest, to be honest, when I heard the word defund, I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. You mean like no cops? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like defund? Like, you mean like I got to get, I was, I was like, okay, man, I got to get my strap. I need to protect my home, which I actually have been delaying too long. I need to put that on my you know, action, media action items. But yeah, I, I I think that's a whole other conversation. We gotta have that Second Amendment conversation in the black community. I think I think that's a very real conversation. <laughs> hey, either strap up no, or, yeah. strap up or get shot out. I mean, I don't I don't but um I I do understand now now that it's broken down more, I'm like, okay. I think what people are saying is there's like you said, there's been so much resources and financial resources to building up police departments and at the expense of the police being more militarized. So the word defund confused me. What I am a fan of of reconstruct policing, reform. Maybe reform. Yeah. Maybe reform is too passive. Maybe it's recon. Maybe it's deconstruct. Yeah, yeah. To I, think, reconstruct. I think I think reform is it's a good point that you raise. I mean, reform inherently, this the, the 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 word and the terminology is accurate. But I think I think the branding of reform is way too passive and docile at this point. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't emote what we need. Right now, right? We need some real action. We need for the whole thing to be rebuilt, right? It's like a sandcastle. It got washed away by the sea, and then you got to start from scratch, bro. Yeah. I mean, I'm in, agree- I'm in agreement with you, but I'm also just feeling like, I don't know, man. I mean, I just, I, and, and I think it's a good point you make. And, and, and like I said, we want to drive home the point that when people are saying this, that's what really what they're saying. They're saying that there is this idea that it's like so much money is going toward these police and they're militarized and that and that that needs to change. Um I will say I think it's dope. I mean shout out to Mayor London Breed in San Francisco. I don't know if you guys saw recently I her saw four it. point plan. Oh, great. Uh, 
I mean, I just, I just, I just thought like that, that's the type of leadership we need from our politicians and from those elected officials who kind of have to deal with this. And that's forward thinking. Right. And so for, for those who aren't aware, you got to just like, look it up, bro. Like she released a plan in the last week or so that basically said, look, we're going to, we're going to, by 2021, the entire San Francisco police department has to rid its uh, arsenal of all militarized weaponry mm-hmm. and equipment. 100%. Like there is no, 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 like no, no, no sidestepping this. By 2021, anything that is categorized as military grade and not standard issued has to be gone from the from from it, the, the 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 police department and the police force. Period. To mm. the kind of restructure. So, like, I think yeah, this is kind of like what you raised, right? Like, you know, this question and this conundrum of all right, well, if we defund the police and if they're not police officers. Who are out here ready for that action? Like what? What? Well, that's the thing. They shouldn't always actually be ready for Agreed. the action. So like, like, like the 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 like in Atlanta, the situation that that we're yeah. experiencing right now. Like the cat was he was inebriated, drunk, and sleep behind the wheel. So that is what ultimately leads to death. Nah, it shouldn't be. Right. It's come on, man. So like, so what? So what she said. So what? So what London Reed did was the second point was. There will be a whole new uh, cadre of civ- civilians, people who are pr- trained into the police force to be legitimate peace officers, people who go out. They don't have guns. They don't have anything on them. And they're there to for full de-escalation, a more like empathy and community centric. Right. Right. Yeah. And then, once again, if there's something that like, yo, you see somebody got the straps and whatnot. Are right, you calling for backup? That thing. Of course. Um but I think what we're seeing too often are these situations where cops are pulling up to simple situations. I mean, George Floyd was killed because of a, a, a the, purportedly a twenty, a fake twenty dollar bill. Yes, yeah, that's the problem, Chris. That's the problem because that's why, I, as you were talking, I was thinking like the word law enforcement. Maybe we need to reconstruct that too, because mm. like we always the, 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 these police are okay. called to re enforce the law. But maybe we should be enforcement of peace. So the law, huh. though it's le- illegal to do certain things, doesn't mean every. I'm not. I'm, I'm basically, does every offense require enforcement to that to that degree? Does every kid? I mean, really, what you're saying every, is, like, is yeah, it punitive? It's punitive, right? exactly. Is every kid who cheats on his test? Are we? Do we have to um, fail him? Is there a way to engage why he's yeah. cheating so we can? Because if you if you just slap the offense on the on the on the on the fruit, it, it misses the root, and then you talk about the prison industrial complex. So there's a whole system. So I'm, my right. thing is like, yeah, and, and honestly, my experience with Atlanta police in Atlanta, in my experience, honestly, has been so positive. That's why I was so shocked. I was kind of burnt because I've had experiences with Cobb through my family members. Well, and me. well Cobb, would you say would you, would you would you say would you say positive after a certain point? Because I remember. I remember a certain situation in college. I don't know if you, mm. you consider that positive. Oh, that's true. You know what? I forgot about that. See, I, I don't. I'm, I'm such a harm, I'm such a harmonizer. I don't forgot my own. <laughs> come on, now. come on. Now. I'm, I'm gonna keep you honest, Ace. I'm gonna keep you honest, bro. I, I, like, such, I, I feel I'm, you. I'm Trust such a me. harmonizer, and, and yeah, that that was a cop who. Yeah, he. Yo, honestly, shout out to you, Chris. Because I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to do a 180 right here. Um. <laughs> I'm not gonna pull a little Wayne. Cause... Okay, okay. For for, clar- for clarity, for clarity, we don't want people to feel like this is an inside conversation. So, age, bring people up to speed. Okay, bring people up to speed. Context. Yeah, Georgia yeah. State 
we're, I think, sophomore, junior years, headed to a party. Me and my boys, I'm driving my Lincoln town car over by Castleberry Hills. It's a Falcons game. It's crowded. And it's kind of bumper to bumper. I, I get hit. We get hit on the side, the right side of the car. And clearly, we were in the right, just driving, and we get hit by, a, a, happens to be a police officer who was in an unmarked car, steps out of the car. He has a uniform on. And to kind of get to the point, he steps out nervous. He's totally, like, flustered. And I'm trying to plead my case. I feel defenseless. It's, I'm like, but I'm like, no, nah, this, yeah, this hit me, right? This is easy. Mind you, now, now think about the orientation, folks, for y'all listening. A cop hits him, and he's mm-hmm. trying to plead his case. Right. Right. <laughs> and we're all in it. All of us were in the car, right? Yeah. Everybody on the on, yeah yeah I think it was like I mean I was I wasn't at the time I mean I, I knew about it afterward I mean I I was I was I was oh, in yeah. a cut but like I think it was like you and Corey I think were in a, in the car I think yeah 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 because we were coming from the townhouse yep and yeah he he calls his for backup and the backup guy makes a report and writes me a ticket and I was furious for, for our we, listeners he gets the ticket y'all yep I got the ticket and then I so I. Had a lawyer that has worked, you know, a defense lawyer, family lawyer. He's done, he does, he's actually worked on a couple of police brutality cases. We go to court, um, and I lose. I tried to fight, I lose. Basically, it, it was just, I was just defenseless. Whatever the, whatever the situation was, maybe I could have fought harder. But the fact that I was even, even, even in a position to try to defend for getting hit by a car was just ludicrous. <laughs> And yeah, do you remember Ace? Do you remember like what, why, why they said? I mean, now we also know that there's a lot of relationships that law enforcement has with the the the, the prosecutors, the defense, all that sort of stuff. So like, we know, and and there were witnesses, right? Like you were not in the wrong in this situation, so that's why we speak very, very plainly and clearly on it. But somehow you were found guilty. Why? What was the? What was? What? What? What did they say? Man. Why were you wrong in this situation? <sighs> He says, from what I remember, because it's kind of blurry, I was mm-hmm. driving too close or something like that. Some fabricated um, statement. But once he called, what I do remember clearly in that moment was when he called for backup and the look on his eyes was like, you know, it, it spoke so loudly because I saw a man who was shook, scared, and calling on his, his gang member to, to keep the story going, to protect his behind when he was in the wrong. So that's what it was. They mm-hmm. covered up. They covered up for him. And I got the ticket. They covered up for him. I got the insurance and, and points. And you also, yeah. uh, did, did, did you lose your insurance or something like that? Yeah, something? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did. Bro, that's crazy, man. So, yeah. So, that's crazy, bro. That's, that's yeah. That thanks, for reminding me, thanks for reminding me that. <laughs> See, I, I don't, I don't, I'm such a forgiving person. I don't forget about it. I don't, I don't, I don't even, I don't forget about it. I mean, look, I get it. I mean, no, look, look, look. I mean, based on our faith, so y'all listeners, everybody know that we're men of faith. We're, we're Christian men. So we like, we, we process these things in a, in a very nuanced way where, you know, we're not going to harbor and hold on to these things in that way. But I mean, I, I do, I personally, I'm a, I'm a big believer in like, we can't forget these moments because I think they also inform how we think about things and how we kind of move out here strategically. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, that, that's right. not like a statement toward you, Ace. I'm nah. just saying in general, like, Agreed. yes, you did do what you did, which is, I mean, you know, because at the same time, 
it's half of the reason why we don't remember a lot of the things that were traumatic and unfortunate. It's a, it's a, it's a survival mechanism that we sure. have. So I don't, it's not surprising that you might not necessarily remember it. Yeah. And I'm saying, and I was like, and I was like, I want to remember such a situation. Yeah. I was 20 years old. I, I, in my, probably in my youth and immaturity was like, when I other things to worry about, but that story is good mm-hmm. as a way to for me to kind of point to the, 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 the issue with, um, the police structure in terms of bringing it back home to defund the police, the police structure, the um, organization, and the prosecutorial um, relationship there, I think there's some conflict, some severe conflict of interest in that too, where the boy, yes. like that, so that, so he, the way he stood up for his, um, the guy who hit me, and the way historically district attorneys and prosecutors are defending police when they are charged with stuff like this, there's a, like a deep-rooted thing that needs to be de- debunked because it's like the prosecutor's in bed with the police department. So there's not a subjective um, posture in dealing yeah, with, yeah. with the well, whole this is situation. Why they say, these external review boards. Yeah. That's exactly the I, point, Ace. I mean, this that, is why they're calling for in, in, in this, in this, these activists, Black Lives Matter and all of these social justice and criminal justice reform advocates are calling for external police review boards, like exactly for this reason, so that there is an impartial prosecutorial type of situation there's a partial partial impartial uh review board yeah. you know because when you got people that are deeply entrenched that are in the same you know they're same report structure same you know yeah come on man it's obvious it's obvious it's, 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 obvious. it's nepotism it's look if, if luke get in trouble as a father i would like to think i'm gonna be about justice but nah that's my boy i'm going to right i'm gonna vouch for him because i want him to protect him <laughs> That's what people, that's what yep, family, right. that's what family and does. You, you deal with him at home. Yeah, yeah, you deal with him when he get home, then you deal with him a different way. Now, I feel that 100%, bro. Like, it's it's one of those things, man, that, that, that I know that I personally fight with because I understand that police have a job to do. And I also understand that the job that they have is not the, the easiest of a job. But I also say that you tried to get that job right you applied for that job so you knew what you were getting into type situation man i think it's very important to a know what you're getting into but b understand that that action is not necessary bro like the whole the whole situation at wendy's and i'm sorry i'm um i'm blanking out on on the brother's name yeah rayshard brooks the guy was Yeah. yeah thank you Yep. The guy was drunk, bro. Drunk. That's all it is. Like, let, let and, and we've all what do we want to incriminate ourselves? We've all been drunk before, and we probably all have made a bad decision to drive as we had a little bit too much to drink, right? And so maybe we wouldn't pass out at the wheel trying to get something to eat so we can sober up so we can get to our next destination because that's what was going on. He was drunk. He was like, "Let me get something to eat." Y'all know me. I used to have this running thing. I was like, bro, just give me a loaf of bread. We can go and do whatever we need to do. That was a joke, <laughs> but it was like, yeah. that's that was that was the mentality. Like, okay, let, let's get something to eat. We can get where we need to go. That's all that brother was trying to do. For the police officer to get that guy, and it goes from a conversation about why you're sleeping under the wheel to him dead in a matter of what? We're talking about probably five to ten minutes. Like, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense, 
And the police officer, whether you want to feel for him or not, he knew it didn't make sense after he pulled the trigger. It was it was exactly what you said, Chris. They felt like they got showed up. Yeah, because man. Because they got I mean, showed up. Yeah, that's exactly. You see the video. I mean, beast mode. I, I mean, I, look, I don't I don't condone violence and I don't condone. But in a situation where I'm sure because we know what adrenaline does, adrenaline makes you heighten your like it, it heightens your senses and it makes you more aware. So I'm I'm certain I feel I feel pretty certain. Let me say that. That this brother probably sobered up really quickly in that moment because of the adrenaline that jolted mm-hmm. into his body because of the situation and then in that scenario. And he bested them in that moment. And once again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not condoning any form of violence. I'm not condoning that people take arms up against law enforcement, police officers, any of this stuff. So let me just be very plain and clear about that. But the tussle happened the way that it happened, and we've seen it on video. It happened. He tussled with him, he got away. He was running and they killed him. He was already t- at least 10 feet or more away. And they shot him in cold blood in the back. That just, that, I back, mean, and, 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 and what I feel like is, is like, oh, oh, okay. Like you just, I mean, you just, you just got out my grip. You just got out of both of us, two of us. They were embarrassed, bro. And so we got to call this stuff for what it is, man. And I feel like for me, this is where Ace this conversation with folks say defund the police. This is what they're talking about because clearly they were off base. Like clearly there was something wrong. They approached the situation and, 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 a, and a murder happened when right. at best, at best the brother should have been locked up in the back of the car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of like course. at best. Yeah, right. I mean like that's, that's the, like, like I, I don't even, I don't even personally believe because like, let, all right, let's, let's do this though. Let's do this and let's keep it, let's keep it really, let's just keep it honest. Isn't it also the cops that tell us that if you're inebriated to pull over? Yep. If you are actually inebriated, don't get behind the wheel. And if you are behind the wheel and find yourself in a situation where you like are 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 whatever and, and can't drive and don't have your right, you know, bearings, pull over. So at best, he was doing what he was supposed to do. Right. Perhaps in a situation. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. drunk sleep in a drive through. Trying to sober up, getting the food, JD, to your point. At best, it should have been some tense words and like, bro, move your car and like curse words back and forth, which I'm sure would have happened. And then the cat just moved his car. But like to be at a point where like brother was murdered, come on. And I think this is and where here, we, this is where the that's where the energy's coming from. That's where the energy for this whole notion of like mm-hmm. here's the other thing, Chris. So he took the taser from them, right? Yep. Took off running. Did the other cop have a taser on him still? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. And that's the thing. That's all. I mean, once again, Jetty. I mean, you, 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 you're asking too much of a logical question. <laughs> right, basically, right. He didn't. Ha- he he didn't right. have to get the strap. Is basically what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Trust me. You asked too logical of a like, question. It's 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 one of those things, man. I get it. I get it. Because I do want to have the responsibility of putting myself in a cop's shoes, right? Because I'm not a cop, so I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what it feels like to, you know, be have your put your life on the line every day. I don't know what that feels like. But I will say this. If you are a cop and you feel that your life is threatened, just take a just take a split second to think. 
is your life really being threatened? With a taser, ain't nobody life being threatened with a taser, bro. Like you're, the whole point of them having a taser is to not use deadly force. That's that's the whole point of having the taser, so I can de-escalate a situation not using deadly force. Yeah, and you have a a stick for the same reason, and, and then, it's like yep. But I, I, all I, of this I, stuff happened. Now go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Ace. Um, I was gonna say I think focusing on the for me my my uh, takeaway is the tussle, the running, the shooting. To me, all that could have been prevented from the initial conversation. Yes. The mm-hmm. initial, the way that... Yes. And when, when when the second cop was called to get the sobriety test, he was basically... He came to the scene with the intention of, I'm going to put this man in cuffs. And the guy, Ray Shaw, Ray Shaw said clearly, my sister lives down the street. I, I've seen cops... I've heard from people who have de- dealt with cops where if you're drunk, you can have a family member come pick you up. The fact that things were not de-escalated from the jump. So many lives can be saved if if the police thinking, the training is more de-escalatory and not raising the bar to there get, you go. To, 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 for it to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Because, and I think if we can, when we talk about defund, reform, deconstruct, reconstruct, whatever you want to call it, it's that psyche of, am I going to the scene to address something that can be handled without any force? Am I going to de-escalate Resolve, and I, even my, even my wife, who's a, who works with kids, as, as she's a school counselor. Teachers are trained now, especially, to don't escalate with kids. If you go back, if you get into a shot and match with a twelve, a shot and match with a twelve year old, it's just not gonna work. They're not gonna back down. It's not gonna work, bro. They're not gonna back down. You gotta de-escalate. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna back down, and and I think that's the thing. I mean, I think you speak plainly, uh, Ace, uh, in that. You you thought a an, an inebriated individual the best way to respond to that is like being hyped up out the gate, <laughs> and that's the part, right? right. And 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 I think right. JDA gets back to what you just said. I, I, I look, I don't know what it, it's like to put on a uniform that presupposes I, I may not come home at night just because of what the circumstances and the scenarios are. But I'm going to be plain and very direct about it. I said it before on another podcast. If it's too hot in the kitchen, get out. Because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't I didn't force you to do that. You signed up for that job. You you call, you heeded that call for whatever reason. You felt obligated and obliged and like that was what you wanted to do. Then you just got to know that that's what comes with it, right? Like these heightened situations. And furthermore, I would actually even question and challenge that i would challenge i mean so do y'all remember do y'all remember back in the day when it like used to be like news if a cop got killed mm-hmm. do you remember like that when yeah. that was like remember when we were growing up and like if a cop got actually killed it was like wow a cop got killed like that's crazy yeah, yeah. it's crazy the reality is is like cops ain't really dying out here like that if you look at the yeah. actual data if you look at the actual data bro Yes, there are senseless tragedies and there are moments where there are unfortunate things that go down, but cops are not just like dying. And I believe that there is a real causation toward how a lot of these cops are approaching these situations that put them in a position that's risky. Because there is already enough data that suggests globally 
how policing can go down and how these de-escalation measures can work in the favor of the entire, like for everybody, everybody. the cops, everybody, and the, the cops and the individual and I mean, the community. So much in the community, data. everybody, because it's it's like it remove remove the criminal the criminality of and and, and I would say interject the humanity, remove the criminality, infuse yes. the humanity, see the person as a human, and you know what people are breaking the law. That's why I said uh, let's let's. Maybe if maybe if police were not so much driven by law enforcement, but peace enforcement, protectors, engagement, and, and it's, it's going to be times where it's not that simple. And I get that, so I applaud the San Francisco mayor for taking a measure to just address conflict in a more de-escalatory style and culture in a humanistic I, way. Humanistic Absolutely. way, pulling up the people with intent. If you pull up, you know y'all, you you got some y'all got some people, some cousins, some people that's, you know, from the from from like, from rough areas, from rough neighborhoods. When you pull up with heat, that's what you're gonna get. You can't. You got. You gotta. You gotta. You gonna. <laughs> you gotta pull up. You yeah. gotta pull up in a, yeah. in a way that's respect. When I'm in certain, I mean, when I'm in look, certain it's, areas, it's, it's simple. It's simple yeah. with a pot. It's a. It's a pot. It's like a pot. Yeah. It's, it's a pot. You 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 crank you you uh, crank up the heat. It boils over. Boils over. Bro. Whatever's in that pot boils over. So I mean, it's the same scenario that you that you're painting, like the same situation. You pull up with that heat, you gonna catch heat. <laughs> yeah, like when I'm when I'm, oh, it's times when I'm, I'm in certain neighborhoods and I'm, and I have to engage. And I'm, I'm coming in neutral. I'm, 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 I'm toning my. It's it's a neutrality. I'm walking with with a certain a sense of respect. Like, all right, I'm on your turf. I'm in your area. I'm here. I'm I'm, I'm not a threat. I'm here to just be me. You know what I'm saying? Like. Show respect and police. If, if police, if that mindset was even something that they could adopt, I I, I I promise you, the people like the George Floyd's, who's not even they're not even like the, think about it, they're not George Floyd's not a he's not a murderer, he's not a threat to society. That's what I'm saying. That's the <laughs> that's yeah, the bro. part. That's what we got to acknowledge, Ace. That's what we got to acknowledge. He wasn't a criminal. He's That's not. what we gotta acknowledge. <laughs> like, he's like, he's not the for him to be murdered. Yeah, he's not. A, he's not. Nobody's life is in danger because of George Floyd. Now, oh, Dylan Roof, he's a criminal. I'm scared. I don't want to get on that because that stuff. That, that's the stuff that pisses you off, though, because you think about that, and you see, you got one one guy what killed. Kill people at a church. What? How many people did he kill? Three? Nine. Something eight, like that? Eight. Oh, eight. 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 Nine. Eight. Yeah, nine. 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 Nine, nine, nine in total. Nine in total. And kill, actually, yo, like, I mean, he, he premeditated. 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 Right? Manifesto. Premeditated. Sat, sat down. Sat down. Prayed with him. Was in Bible study. And then <sighs> then got the strap and killed him. And then went on a, 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 high, a high, like a chase, like a legitimate manhunt. Got captured. I mean, we talked about this on the other podcast, man. Yeah. Like they, came, I mean, you got they you got, got this brother Burger episodes. King, like Hardee's right. or Burger King, or one of them. Like he got fast food after murdering people. Yeah, bro, it, it doesn't make sense. There's a there's a bigger problem, but I, I do want to say this. It's it's two things I'll say uh, that were brought to my attention that is it's kind of mind boggling when you really think about it. But um, number one is we keep trying to justify and ask for police officers to be peaceful when mm. the proof is in the pudding they ain't peaceful like it is what it is. And don't get me wrong you got good cops and you got bad cops right 
But when the overall is just like anything else you average, right? In a business, you might be doing business great one day. You might be doing business bad. But at the end of the year, we're going to look at the total average of how the business has been doing the whole year. So you look at these cops. They're good cops and they're bad cops. But if the average is showing that they ain't doing their job properly and they're not peaceful cops, it is what it is. Cops are not peaceful. So we keep asking them for peace when they're showing us that's who they are. In any relationship yeah. that you're dealing with, and anything you deal with in your life, eventually you get to a point where it's like, you know what? I just got to deal with this person accordingly. That's who they are. That's who they that that's their lifestyle. That's what what they're choosing to do. They're not peaceful in people. And so, the last thing I'll say is, and people, you could take this however you want to take it, but I'm looking at a stat right now, right? Atlanta, the population of the city of Atlanta, not metropolitan Atlanta, the city of Atlanta is a little bit under 500,000 people as of 2018. That same stat, there are about 2,000 sworn APD officers. So just think about that. Like, And this is a deeper conversation that we can have for another time. But do you, you have to really put in your mind how systematically... We are being oppressed and, like, are being treated. There's 500,000 of us. There's 2,000 of them, and we have to fall in line. That's because that's the way we've been taught, that we have to fall mm. in line on everything. That's mind-boggling, bro. Like, when I saw that stat, and, I, I mean, I, talk, I thought of a couple of things. I was like, why are there not more police officers, number one? But then I was like, bro, it's crazy. We, as black people, we see... Blue lights, red lights, whatever the lights are, and we tighten up, we get straight. We we don't even have to be doing anything. We can be driving down the street, minding our own business, have our license, registration, everything that we have is legit. We go to work Monday through Friday. We got wives, we got kids. We're actually law-abiding citizens. If we see the police lights, even if they ain't coming from us, we tighten up. We hit straight. We hit 10 and 2. And for what reason? And, and that, bro, like, if you, if that, if you don't understand what I'm saying right now without saying it, like, that's a problem. That is a huge problem in society across the board, bro. And like, I don't. We we have we have a lot of work to do on both sides. Man, on both sides, work needs to be done. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna leave that as the black thought, bro. We just <laughs> we we, yeah. we gotta. There's, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> there's a lot of work we, to uh, be done, bro. And yeah, a lot of work to hey, be and, done. And, and for y'all, and for y'all, we go, we gonna we gonna do the plug because I just think I mean we haven't really done this, but I, I personally I want to give credit where credit's due. If y'all haven't heard um, Dave Chappelle in his new stand up, I mean this brother oh, yeah. paints it so perfectly. Eight forty six, y'all check it out. And uh, mm-hmm. shout out to the homie for, you know, some of this this brown solidarity. Uh, Hassan Minaj uh, did a special where he talked about George Floyd, man. Y'all check it out on Patriot Act. These are, I mean, because we're, we're, we're at different times, man. We're in different times where we got we to gotta, gotta get knowledgeable. We got to know what we're up against. We got to see this for what it is. We got to speak plainly on it. Um, and the only way we're going to get there is to your point, J.D. Like, when you look at the, the, the raw data, when you see the numbers out here on what these narratives are that have been painted. And you're like, whoa, they're not adding up with what they're saying. Um, 
something's got to give. Um, and and, and I, will, I would probably say this, man. It's, it's, it's just best to just rest in peace, man. Rest in peace to these unfortunate souls who have uh, paid the ultimate price because of uh, bad police interactions. Um, right. And once again, you know, we say their names. You know what I'm saying? Rayshard Brooks, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, you know, Michael Brown, Philando Castile, Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin. I mean, Sandra Bland. I mean, the list goes on. The list goes on. Hey, um, it kind of related. I do want to just put this out here that that facts. I saw video of the Wendy's, and it was a white woman who set that Wendy's on fire. That went us. I just want to go ahead and throw that out there, just in case there were any um not speculation. Not, not, not surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I just want to throw that out there, bro. I just want to throw that, that out. Check there. that video, right? Because we gonna we check gonna dispel all these myths, all these myths, all this conjecture. Check the video. It's out there, folks. Check just so the video that, so, out. so so we know because trust me, we already know what's being what what is always said. Mm-hmm. And that's my old hood, University and Pryor. I spent almost a decade over there, so I I, I know for sure. Like, no, nah, bro. Uh uh. Give credit what credit do. That white woman started that fire. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, it's the black man thing podcast. <laughs> Make sure y'all subscribe, rate, and review, man. Um, we thank y'all for listening, and and we we're hearing the feedback. We appreciate y'all, man. We're gonna keep giving y'all these um, thought-provoking conversations, and you know, make sure you share it in your communities. And we're gonna keep giving them as, as long as y'all want us to. We here. We know we have a purpose, and part of that purpose is making sure y'all get quality content on a weekly basis. So uh, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll see y'all next week. The Black Black Men Men Think Think Podcast. Podcast.